0: Amazing. Good morning, Icon Church. What a good morning, a good start to the last Sunday of 2019. And I can't wait for tonight to kick off 2020. It's going to be brilliant. Church, you can take your seats as you do. Say hello to somebody that you've not yet said hello to. If you're here for the first time today, we want to give you a huge welcome. Let's welcome everybody that's here for the first time. Amazing. We love new people, but you're only new once. Now you're part of the family. So that's it. Come back next week and you're part of the family. But yeah, so this, as Paul said, this is the fourth part of our Jesus Is series that we've been speaking on for the past four weeks. And we've already had week one um, every hour. Um, where Nathan spoke on listening to the good news and following good news, and then we had week two by Paul um, about closed on Sunday, and how we have to close the door on things that are preventing us from receiving God's promises. And then week three last week was Gavin, and he spoke about following God and how the wise men chased after the star and how we can chase after God. And this week today, um, I want to talk about God is faithful. One of the songs on Kanye West's album is God is Faithful. Let me just read you some of the lyrics from that song. It says, God is my light in darkness. God is, he is my all and all. Everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Worship Christ with the best of your portions. I know I won't forget all he's done. He's the strength in this race that I run. Every time I look up, I see God's faithfulness. So we're going to talk today on God is Faithful. Let me just pray. Yes, Lord God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for this series that we've been working through over, this past, uh, over the past four weeks and, and how God is. And we thank you, God, that you are. You are all the things we've been talking about. You are everything we need. You are our, our love, Lord God. You are our creator. You are um, our author, Lord God. You have plans and purposes for us, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can rely solely on you, that you are all we need, Lord God. You are everything. I pray today, Lord God, after this message that you would speak through me, but that people would leave this place with a sense of your faithfulness, knowing that you are a faithful God, that you are faithful in every season, in every life, um, and in every moment of our day, Lord God. Amen. So in Deuteronomy 7 verse 9, it says, know therefore that the Lord God uh, that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. He is the faithful God. Faithful God. So my question to us today, church, is have you ever told somebody something and they've not acted upon it? Have you ever asked somebody to do something? Have you ever spoken to somebody and given them instruction um, and they've either not responded or they've not acted upon what you've asked them to do? Maybe they didn't listen or maybe they listened and they heard but they just didn't do anything about it. Well, I live with a house of two men, two boys, one boy, one man, that do exactly that. Sometimes they're both boys. (laughs) Sometimes Zion's the grown-up one in the house. (laughs) But I live with two males in my house who do exactly that, from time to time, not always. Zion more so than Nathan, but Nathan did give me permission to use him as an example for this illustration. So uh, he brought on himself. But sometimes I will ask them to do something, and they either claim I never said it, they don't listen and just zone out on whatever they're doing, FIFA, PlayStation, whatever. Um, Zion's new craze is Minecraft. You can't get anything into him when he's playing Minecraft. Or they just don't do what I'm asking them to do. I can ask them to tidy up, and it just goes straight over their head. Or I can ask them to get dressed. Get, Nathan can get himself dressed. I ask Zion to get dressed. You have to tell him. He won't do it unless you tell him. Um, but I ask Zion to get dressed and he either won't hear me or he just won't do it quick enough. And it's so frustrating. Sometimes in the past, I've asked Nathan to buy some milk on the way home and he's walked through the door and I've said, yay, did you get the milk? That's how excited we get about making a house. <laughs> yay, did you get the milk? <laughs> and, um, and he's like, oh no. And he has to go back out to the shop to go and get the milk. Um, or more recently, organising babysitters. That doesn't happen all the time, does it, now? but sometimes Nathan even claims that I have never even told him things I am convinced that we sit down and have conversations but my memory is as bad as Nathan's so when I say to him can you remember we talked about that thing and he's like no we didn't yes we did I remember I told you this and I told you this and I told you this no you didn't so I don't know what's going wrong but either I'm not telling him, and I think that I have, or I am telling him, and he's forgetting. But, you know, sometimes that listening happens because of three reasons. It can either be avoidance for Zion. He wants to avoid getting dressed and stop watching TV. He wants to avoid having to tidy up his toys when he'd rather play. It can be interference. Something is interfering with them being able to listen, FIFA, Minecraft, TV, um, noise, music, whatever. There can be things going on that can interfere with being able to hear properly. But it can also be reluctance. They're happy to hear, they're happy to listen, but maybe they're reluctant to do the job that you're asking them to do. And uh, it can be so frustrating and sometimes I think, why doesn't Zion just listen? He's only six, he's learning, but why doesn't he just listen? Why doesn't he just do what I'm asking him to do? And it got me thinking that sometimes I wonder if God ever feels like that with us. I wonder if God ever feels like I'm talking to you, but why aren't you listening? Or I know you're listening, so why aren't you doing what I'm asking you to do? Why aren't you acting upon what I'm instructing you to do? He's always speaking to us, but sometimes we're not always listening. Sometimes there can be interference and we're distracted. Sometimes it can be due to um, avoidance and wanting to avoid the fact, because maybe you know what God's going to say, so you're just avoiding listening. Or sometimes it can be reluctance, because you know what he's asking you to do and you're reluctant to make the change. And um, those things can stop us from listening to God. I call it selective hearing. Yeah, you've all got it in your houses. I know you have. Selective hearing. But why would we not listen to God? Why would we not listen to God when we know that he is faithful? Why would we not act upon what God says when we know that he is faithful? We've read it. Kanye West sings it. It's in the Bible. You know, We know God is faithful, I've just told you. And you know, we see it every single day in our own lives. And we've been speaking about how faithful God has been through 2019. And tonight we're going to be declaring how faithful God is going to be in 2020. We know God is faithful. So why would we not listen? Why would we not um, act upon what he says? And Deuteronomy 7, 9, like we've just read, it says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God and he is the faithful God. He is the faithful God. You know, faithful means to remain loyal and steadfast. Our God is totally loyal. He's totally steadfast. He's totally trustworthy. He is totally faithful. There is literally dozens of stories in the Bible that speak to us and teach us about God's faithfulness. When you look at Noah and the flood, God told Noah that there was a flood coming um, to remove corruption and violence from the earth. Noah heard him and Noah acted upon it and he built the ark as instructed. The flood came as God said and Noah was saved as God promised he would be. Abraham. God told Abraham at the age of 75, even though he had no children, that he would be the father of many nations. Abraham heard what God said, and he had faith and acted upon it. And even though at one point in the story, he acted upon it in the wrong way, God was still faithful. God was still faithful and gave him Isaac at the age of 100. And then Joshua and the fall of Jericho, God told Joshua and the people that the ark that held, um, that held the Ten Commandments should be carried by 12 priests and that they all had to march around the city of Jericho surrounding, um, sounding their trumpets every day for six days and on the seventh day they were to march around it seven times and at the sound of the trumpet this, on the seventh round, on the seventh day the walls of Jericho would come crashing down. Joshua heard, Joshua acted upon it and and made the people obey, and everything happened just as God said it would. God was faithful. And then there's another story that we've been looking into recently over these past four weeks and at Christmas time, and it's when God promised a coming Messiah, when God promised a saviour to the world, a a saviour, baby Jesus, that would one day save us from our sins. Mary, Joseph, the wise men, the shepherds, they all heard the story. They all heard what God had to say to them. They all heard their instructions. They all heard the promises. And they heard, they listened, and they acted upon it. They followed through on God's promises. And God, God's promise was fulfilled in the New Testament when Mary gave birth to Jesus. And then after growing up and, and doing everything that Jesus did, miracles and showing love to people and, and showing God to people and um, up, uh, rising up the disciples and, and all that stuff, he was then crucified to save us from our sins, exactly how God planned it to be, exactly as God had said, he was faithful. So let's look at how faithful God is in this part of the story with Mary and Joseph and and how it all came to be, but then how God's faithfulness can be seen in our lives, how we can have that faithfulness in our lives. So the first thing is to hear what God says. Hear what God says. God can speak to us in so many different ways. He can speak directly to us with an audible voice. He can speak through the Bible, through his words, through stories. He can speak through others like friends and families, um, church people, um, leaders, even strangers. God can use anyone to speak to anyone, any way. During worship, God can speak to us. As we surrender in worship, he can speak to us through lyrics. He can speak to us as we worship in his presence. The Holy Spirit can be used to speak to us in our consciousness. And through the creation, through signs, through other ways that God can use physical ways on the earth. You know, one of the ways that I can talk to Zion is if he's on the other side of the room without even using my voice, I can communicate to him. If he's doing something I don't want him to do, all I need to do is this. And by the time I get to that, if he's not stopped, he knows what's happening He knows he's going on the step. He knows he's in trouble. But you know, God can use physical things as well. He can use his creation. He can use the things that we see, the things, our circumstances, the things that we go through. He can use those to speak to us. And in this particular story, God uses an angel to communicate with Mary and Joseph. And we're going to go to Luke 1, 26 to 35. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? If you don't know what that is. Ask Paul and Jeannie. For I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come to you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One will be born, um, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. You know, God came to Mary and Joseph um, through this angel. He spoke to them through angel Gabriel. And God told Mary that she would give birth to a son, even though she was a virgin, even though she wasn't married, even though her circumstances and her situations would look like they weren't the right circumstances and situations for God to use. But God knew what he was doing and he had a plan and Mary listened she heard she believed and she acted she followed through on this plan that God had given her she followed through she went to Joseph and discussed it with Joseph they made a plan she continued um, to um, look after Jesus as she was pregnant she did everything she could to make sure that he was safe and Mary gave birth to Jesus the saviour of the world she did everything she could to listen to God, but then act upon it. She listened, she believed, and she acted. And in Romans ten seventeen, it says, so faith comes from hearing. That is hearing the good news about Christ. You know, to be able to know what God's promises are over our life, to be able to see something incredible, we have to first be able to listen to what he says. We have to be able to listen to what he is telling us. Hear what God says. So how are we making sure today that we are hearing what God says? What are we doing in our day-to-day to make sure that we're in a position to be able to listen, to be able to hear? Are you making time to hear from God? You know, there can be so many distractions. There can be so many things that get in the way. Just like things can get in the way when our children don't listen or our partners don't listen or, you know... People around us don't listen, and that's because they're so distracted. But sometimes we can be that distracted from God. God is always speaking to us, but are we really listening? What are we doing to prepare our ears? What are we doing to give time to God? Are we being able to just sit in his presence and just say, God, speak to me, and you're just ready to listen, and you're just sat waiting to listen? Imagine if Mary hadn't listened. Imagine how different that Christmas story would look. Imagine how different. I wonder if God would have still used her if she hadn't listened, if she hadn't believed, if she hadn't had faith, if she hadn't gone through with it, if she hadn't continued with Joseph. You know, there's so many things that could have changed if she hadn't believed and if she hadn't followed through on God's plan, if she hadn't acted upon God's instruction. Imagine if we gave more time to hearing God's word. Imagine if we gave more time to listening to what God has to say. Imagine what our life could look like if we spent more time in conversation with God, worshipping him, doing everything we can, praying with him, reading his word. If we spent more time in his presence, more time listening to him and hearing what God says. Because God is always speaking to us. God wants us to listen and he has great plans and purposes for us if we will just listen, if we will just listen. If we truly believe that God is faithful, why would we not? Why would we not listen? What could your life look like if you truly believe that God was faithful and you listened to what he had to say? You know, about 11 years ago, um, when me and Nathan first got married, we took on the youth ministry of Icon Church. And um, at the time, it was a youth connect group held in a house. And um, Paul and Jeannie had this vision that actually they wanted our youth to not be a youth connect group, but to be a youth ministry. And they wanted to see it grow. They wanted to see it flourish. They wanted to see our young people grow in their faith and in their relationship with God. And they wanted that to have an impact on the entire town. And it was a greater vision. It was a greater plan than what had already been happening as a connect group. And um, Paul and Jeannie um, prayed about it. They obviously, they thought about it. They obviously heard from God. You did hear from God, right? Yeah, they they heard from God. But me and Nathan heard from God as well because as they came to us, we prayed about it and we um, listened to God and, and we've really felt that God was saying, yes, this is it. This is what we want you to do. This is what you're meant to do. And we heard from God. So we acted upon it. Nathan um, volunteered part-time and took out time in his days to be able to um, put the wheels in motion to get that going. We spent every Friday night um, making it work. We spent time in schools um, helping young people in schools and promoting youth in schools. Uh, We built up leaders and spent time with young people building relationships. And we did so many things that we could because we listened and we wanted to act and make it work and we've seen over and over again God's faithfulness in that you know we've just been led in worship by April and, and Amy and and so many people on this stage that came through youth April and Nathan now lead our creative team and they came through youth and they might not have come if it was still in a house would they have still come we don't know but we've got so many young people and young adults and, and people in our church that came to youth, And not because of me and Nathan, but because of God's word and we listened. And we acted and God used us and worked in us and through us to create icon use. And that has caused a change in people's lives, but also in this church. It's changed so much stuff. And when you listen and when you act, God uses that. God can use you for plans and purposes and greater things than you could imagine. So the second thing that we lead on to is act upon what God says. We need to hear what God says and act upon what God says. I've got three verses that we're going to quickly read through of where Joseph, he listened and he acted. It says in Matthew one eighteen to twenty one, it says this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph was her husband, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, he yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you will give, her the na- give him the name Jesus because he will save people from their sins. And then Matthew two thirteen, after Jesus had been born, um, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape from Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child and kill him. And then Matthew two nineteen to twenty. After Herod had died, an angel of the Lord appeared again to Joseph in a dream in Egypt and said get up take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel for those who were trying to take the child's life are now dead. Joseph had those three encounters with an angel where God gave instruction and he had to listen but he had to act and not only did he have to act because it was a God thing to do because he was called to do it because he felt like he wanted to do it but actually Jesus's life was at stake if he didn't. There was um, massive things at stake and and he had to act. God told Joseph to take Mary as his wife, even though the son wasn't biologically his, but from the Holy Spirit. And he had to um, take Mary and Jesus to a place of safety because Herod was trying to kill him. And then God wanted him to go back again when it was safe. And Joseph did all these things. He still married Mary. He took Mary and Jesus to safety and then he took them back again. Joseph heard and he acted. And Joseph's obedience and action protected Mary and Jesus. That's why we have the Christmas story today. Imagine if Joseph hadn't. I wonder how different the story would look if Joseph had said, no, I don't want to marry Mary. I'm not listening to you, God. I'm not acting upon what you've asked me to do. Imagine what it could look like. Would it have still have happened how it did? Maybe Mary would still be known as Mary and Jesus would still be the Messiah, but there would be no dad on the scene. Maybe if Joseph hadn't acted and taken Mary and Joseph to safety, would Herod have got his hands on baby Jesus? We just don't know, but we do know that because he listened and he acted, God, um, God protected them. God had an incredible plan for them, and it all happened how God said it would, because God was faithful. God was faithful. You know, hearing without action is pointless. If you listen to something, but you don't do anything with it, it's pointless. If I tell Zion to get dressed and he doesn't do it, it's a waste of breath because he's not doing it. And it's the same when we look um, at the Bible verse of James two seventeen, where it says, in the same way, faith by itself, if not accompanied by action, is dead. To have faith, you also need to have action. And that's what Mary and Joseph had. They listened, they had faith, but they acted upon what they had been told. If the band want to come back up and join me, you can. So Mary heard and believed. But if she hadn't acted upon her calling and her faith, the Christmas story could have looked very different. Maybe Mary would have missed out on the opportunity of a lifetime to be the mother of Jesus, the mother of the Messiah, the mother of the one who was sent by God to bridge the gap between us and God. Would Jesus had grown up knowing his purpose and calling? If she hadn't have listened, if she hadn't have believed, maybe she would have gone through with the pregnancy. Maybe she would have still had Jesus, but maybe she would have brought him up outside of the church. Maybe she would have brought him up not knowing God. And Joseph heard and believed, but, and, um, but if he hadn't have acted upon his calling and his faith, Joseph may not have been in the story. Would Jesus have still protected them from Herod? there were so many things but they believed they listened they believed and they acted and if we if we don't listen and we don't believe and we don't act we could be missing out on so much that God's got for us we could be missing out on so much when we're not willing to act upon what we hear we risk missing out on everything that God has for us Are you willing to listen to what God has to say? Are you ready to listen? Are you willing to act on what you hear? Are you ready to respond? Will you choose avoidance or will you choose engagement? Will you choose interference or will you choose to focus on God? Will you choose to be reluctant or will you be ready and willing? You know, I feel like As we step into 2020, that could be a message for so many of us in this room that as we step into what God is calling us to do in 2020, will we avoid it or will we engage? Will we allow interference or will we focus on Him this year? Will we be reluctant for what God is calling us to do or will we be ready and willing for anything? Because we could do so much in this year that God has got planned and purpose for us if we're willing to listen and act. But if we're not, if we're not willing to listen, if we're not willing to act, if we're gonna be reluctant and and allow interference and and try to, to avoid situations, then we're gonna miss out on so much as individuals, but as a church as well. God wants to do so much in us and through us. Icon Church, we need to do everything that we can to hear what God says, but act on what God says as well. And just as God spoke to Mary and Joseph, he called Mary and Joseph. He used Mary and Joseph for a greater calling and a greater purpose than they could have ever known. God is speaking to us today, right now. God is calling us today, right now. God is giving us a purpose right now for this year, but for years to come where God wants to listen, uh, to speak to us and wants us to act upon what he says because he has got great plans for us. All he need us, needs us to do is to hear what he is saying and to act upon it. If we truly believe that God is faithful, why would we not? Why would we not? God is faithful. What could your life look like if you truly believed that God was faithful? God was faithful back then, but he's still faithful today. He is faithful in our lives. He is faithful as a church. He is faithful in every season. He is faithful in 2019 and he will still be faithful in 2020. All we have to do is listen and act. Listen and respond. And be willing to engage, focus, be ready, and be willing. Let's stand together, church, and let's pray to close this message. Yes, Lord God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that. You are everything we need, Lord God. I thank you that you are faithful, Lord Jesus. I thank you that in every season, I thank you that whatever we go through, whatever time of year, whatever situation, day to day, that you are faithful, Lord God, and that we can trust you, Lord Jesus. I thank you that you are always speaking to us. I thank you that all we have to do is listen and you are there. I thank you, Lord God, that we just have to come to you and listen but that you trust us enough to act upon what you say I pray Lord God that as we leave this place this morning that not only will we know that you are faithful not only will we know that on a day-to-day basis in our individual lives that we can trust you Lord God that you are loyal that you are faithful but that we know that you are speaking to us But I pray, Lord God, that you will stir up a desire in hearts today. That as we walk back into our weeks this week, that not only do we need to listen, but I pray that you stir up the courage and the desire and the motivation to be ready to act upon what you say, Lord God. We don't want 2020 to just be a year that we glide through and we just... um, We just listen and think, yeah, that's nice, God. Thanks for that. I'll come every Sunday and I'll listen to you, God, but then I go back into my day-to-day. That's not how we want it to be, God. We are ready for you to speak to us. We are ready to listen, but we are also ready to act, Lord God. And we declare that this year in 2020, that as we listen and as we act, that you will use us for great things, Lord God, that you will have great purposes and calling on every life, Lord God, that as we listen and as we act, we will see those things come to fruition, Lord God. In Jesus' name, Amen. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Icon Church. If you'd like any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www icon.church have the best week